Headquarters to all units. Headquarters to all units. All units stand by for on patrol with the PPD. Airing now on WTBR 89.7 FM. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another new episode of On Patrol with the PPD here on WTBR 89.7 FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, simulcast on Pittsfield Community Television, now available on all of your popular podcast platforms. Today is Friday, May 6, 2022. My name is Mike Wynn. I am one of the co-hosts and co-producers of this allegedly weekly radio program. I'm joined in studio this morning by Lieutenant Matt Hill, who is flying solo on the soundboard for the second time. Good morning, Lieutenant. Good morning, Chief. And we have a bunch of special guests uh, joining us this morning. But before we introduce them and get into the programming, let's get a check of the weather, mention a couple news articles, and then we'll start the show. Here is your WTBR forecast from BerkshireWeather.com for Friday, May 6th. Greetings. Today, cloudy with a high of 62. Tonight, cloudy, a low of 42 with drizzle. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high of 52. That's your latest WTBR forecast. For more weather forecasts and education, go to BerkshireWeather.com. I'm Jacob Klein for WTBR, and I hope you all have an amazing day. Cheers, everyone! Jacob's weather report makes me smile every time. <laughs> I just love that, dude. Uh, let's talk about a couple news items, and uh, then we'll, we'll introduce our guests, and we'll go from there. Um, I think I'm going to take these in not necessarily order of importance, but kind of like order of maybe, um, well, maybe it is order of importance. Uh, COVID uptick in the area, uh, based on the Pittsfield numbers, we're back in our red zone based on our metrics, although we're still in the mid zone uh, based on the state metrics. Different variations, uh, different strains. More cases, less hospitalizations. Just be careful. Stay healthy and safe. Uh, news related to law enforcement in the um, October mountain shooting, mountain shooting cases where uh, Nick, Carl, Nick Carnavalli was shot. Uh, potential change of plea from the alleged shooter today. We'll learn more about that. And specifically related to our department, uh, front page story on the Eagle today. The Berkshire County chapter of the NAACP has filed a petition asking for a shift in crisis response in the city. And if you've listened to the program for any length of time, uh, this won't surprise you, but if you're you're only paying attention in the last month due to the uh, officer-involved shooting of Miguel Estrella, this may surprise you. The police department is not opposed to that. Right? This is a conversation we've been having for uh, over a decade. And if the NAACP can help us find the communications resources and the clinical resources to shift crisis response away from law enforcement, we're all in on that. We've been begging for help with that for a long time. Um, so with that, let's, uh, let's get to the program. Um, I know two of our guests. I don't know all four of them. Uh, one is a repeat guest. We've got Mr. Orrin Powell back. It's with 18 degrees. I didn't just say that because the your dad made the announcement either. So, I'm oh, sorry, Uncle. <laughs> I, I apologize. Good morning. Um, and and Orrin's uh, agency head, Sarah, is joining us. Good morning. Good morning. You're not gonna you're gonna have to get a little closer to the mic if you've got stuff to say. Good morning, Chief Wynn. Uh, and Sarah and Orrin brought two other members of 18 degrees with them. So. Uh, if you would introduce yourselves, please. Absolutely. Good morning. My name is Sharnice Jones. I'm one of our program directors for Pittsfield Community Connection, a program of 18 degrees. Awesome. 
And I'm Ginger Cruz Rosario, team lead for another program at PCC. Awesome. Thank you for coming in this morning. Uh, it's been a little while since we had you. I don't remember how long it's been. Or Close to a year. Okay. Um, but you've been dropping in and joining some of our coffee with the cops, so we've had some pretty serious conversations over the last uh over the last couple of years about your your move over to 18 degrees and kind of the expansion with the um, Pittsfield Community Connection programs and the Shannon grant and the SSYI grant. And I don't have a ton of questions. I think I'd just rather give you the time to talk about your programming and your work. Don't let me end the show without pitching for additional mentors. But I do have some news before I turn the mics over to you. Uh, I think I copied you on an email last week. So we, we know today that uh, through the Berkshire County District Attorney's Office, there's uh, an effort, it should be done today, uh, we're gonna file uh, an application for a grant. That grant actually um, supports a conversation you and I have been having, and it supports a conversation I've been having with Brian House from the DA's office about youth athletics, particularly youth athletics uh, to target the population you all serve. So keep your fingers crossed. Um, We're the only community in the county that is uh, decided to take advantage of that funding so it could be a significant amount of money yeah thank you so, all right so tell us all things 18 degrees in pittsfield community connection oh goodness this is the time y'all look at each other <laughs> so who's gonna go first who wants to start who wants to start well, yeah I think, um, I think it's first of all i want to <clears throat> first of all i want to say uh good morning and i wanted to introduce well they've already introduced themselves you all know me uh, orrin powell community engagement specialist for 18 degrees um, but I wanted to bring um, some of my coworkers in so that they could talk about the programs as well, um, since they lead the programs. So I'm going to pass it over to Sharnice Jones. Oh, lovely. Thanks, Oren. All right. So here we go. Pittsfield Community Connection, right? So it's an incredible, incredible program where we aim to provide support to young people between the ages of 10 to 24. So I'm going to talk specifically about the program that I run, but don't get it confused. This all applies to Pittsfield Community Connection. Now, my program is called Coalition, and what we strive to do is to provide young people the opportunity to be offered support through trauma-informed care. We recognize that one of the things that our young people need in this world is people who believe in them, support through workforce readiness, um, mentors, again, gonna keep making a plug for them, our mentors, mental and behavioral health services, as well as thinking about community support and meeting with our community to provide updates on all of the amazing work that we're doing. And all of that falls under the umbrella to provide our young people the support that they need to better themselves and to keep our communities happy, healthy, and safe. That's a bit of a quick 30-minute elevator speech for mine. Like, I was, like, really fast. I'm actually impressed with myself. Like, wow. And I do want Ginger to talk more about her program specifically, and then we can talk about that overlap um, and maybe even our third program. So what do you think, Ginger? Uh, so for uh, the Shannon program, uh, we have over 95 clients um, that we service in the Pittsfield community. Um, all participants uh, from the Shannon program are Pittsfield residents. Uh, we target at-risk youth, uh, uh, low, medium, and high-level risk, um, and sort of support them in all aspects of their life and whatever they're struggling with. Um, we're in the schools. We collaborate with mental health agencies and other partners in the community. So I am going to interrupt because I should have I should have teed this up. And thank you for um, <laughs> thank you for the brief program introduction, but. 
Historically, we like our guests to tell our listeners and viewers a little bit about themselves, just so they kind of get a feel for who they're listening to, where you're from, where'd you grow up, what do you do, how did you land at 18 Degrees? Oh, goodness. Talking about myself. I mean, guys, you have to tell me to talk first. Okay. So, <laughs> little background information about myself. So, my background is in public health, so my master's is in, and I firmly believe and I am just all about community support and impact around it. I grew up in a small town in southern New Jersey, about a stone throw away from Philadelphia. Uh, so I have the rural feel as well as the urban feel in my life. But fun fact, I actually moved to Missouri for a couple of years after New Jersey, and I see some, okay, not as many surprise faces. I know Lauren knew that, but I was, I was expecting a bit of a reaction, but that's okay. So I lived in Missouri for a couple of years, and then the pandemic happened. I was in Missouri. And as much as I loved my work and a life I had in Missouri, I truly missed something that resembled uh, what I was familiar with, some familiarity. And so when I was looking at positions and opportunities in the East Coast, I wanted a small nonprofit that I felt encompassed all the things I wanted to see with community impact, focusing not just on youth, but families as well. And truly keeping in mind that the community needs to be present at the table that we are, are bringing our community members to. And I wanted an organization that showed true diversity when you walk through the door. And uh, goodness gracious, I had an amazing interview and opportunity to talk to our senior director, Gary Dowdy, and it was a uh, match made in heaven for me. Packed up all my stuff, came here, and I have not looked back. I absolutely love it here. And how long ago was that? This was about, goodness, about two years now, I want to say. I feel like with the pandemic, years just kind of fly by. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it could have been eight, it could have been three. Yeah. yeah, I'm not quite sure. But anyway, it was definitely about two years ago since I've been here, yes. All right, well, on behalf of the like lifelong residents, welcome to the Berkshires. <laughs> Thank you. Happy to be here. All right. Uh, as for me, I grew up in, uh, born and raised in Springfield. Uh, came to Pittsfield in 2009 when my... My girls were still very young and, you know, schooling over here seemed a little more better than, than Springfield. So I decided to move out here. Um, I started with 18 degrees in a different program uh, back when they were Berkshire Children and Families in 2014. And I stayed with them since. Um, it's an awesome agency to work, work with and uh, their mission of every uh, child in a family. And every family in the community is really close to my heart. Um, I do have lived experience. I grew up in foster care myself, so this is very near and dear to me. All right. Thank you for that. All right. Now, back to bragging about your programs. <laughs> tell, tell everybody what you do. <laughs> and I, I just wanted to mention uh, putting a plug uh, for the mentors as well. So Gail Crumples is our mentor coordinator, and we're always looking for mentors. Um, we have... Uh, you know, kids waiting to be matched with mentors. The need is really there. We're also um, in need of Spanish-speaking mentors. Um, if anybody is interested, uh, we can give the information for uh, Gail Crumpled's, and uh, you would just, you know, call her, and there's a training, and, you know, have a good conversation, really know what you're getting into, um, and, yeah, take it from there. All right. And I think that that's the great thing about the programs that we have, and especially mm -hmm. when you're talking about the mentors. Um, they're coming in. They're getting training. Um, and then they're getting paired. Um, so we want to make sure that everybody is well-informed, uh, well-educated on what the role of a mentor is, um, how to engage with the young people. Um, so that's why, I, once again, I just say that, you know, 18 Degrees, we're, we're really trying um, to get out there and do as much as we can in the community for the community. 
And, and I would add that um, on top of the training, you know, the case managers, outreach workers um, are in constant communication with the mentors if they need guidance. Um, we also meet monthly with, with the mentors so they can give updates and, you know, ask questions if they need, um, if they need some guidance uh, working with their youth or, you know, stuff like that. And anyone can be a mentor. Um, I think that's one of the best parts about this program. I think the only reason we're not part of the mentoring program is because we work with the agency. <laughs> like, it's incredible. And so thinking about, okay, how much time is put into this, right? And thinking about all the different complexity questions that you might have. Gender spoke to that. We can connect you to support on that with Gail. But the other important thing to think about, too, is that our young people, and again, 10 to 24 here, they really just need someone to talk to. And so at the end of the day, if you're thinking, oh, I have nothing to share, oh, there's nothing about me that anyone be interested in, that doesn't matter. I'll go see a movie with their young people. Let them tell you about themselves. Goodness gracious, many of them are like me and they just want to talk. And so, <laughs> <laughs> okay, wasn't that funny, Warren? But when thinking, <laughs> no, but our mentoring program is absolutely incredible. And, and Gail, Ginger, myself, Orrin, be happy to talk to you more about it. We're all friendly people, so if you see us on the street rocking our PCC shirts, it's still community connection. Please don't feel free to stop us. We're incredibly friendly people. We'd love to talk to you. So I, I think the uh, mention of the Pittsfield Community Connection shirts is a good segue to remind our viewers and listeners. So Orrin, I think we talked about this the last time you were on the show, and we've talked about it several times this year at Coffee with a Cop. So Orrin was out doing, doing the work, you know, <laughs> doing the work that he needs to do and, and, and does very well. And he, uh, was a, he approached one of our officers. He's like, hey, you know, I'm Warren Powell. I'm with 18 Degrees. This is what we do. And the officer was so excited. So he immediately came back to the station. And he's like, I was out on patrol. I met this guy. They do this good work if you need help. And I had to reply to the email and say, yeah, we fund that. <laughs> uh, and so it was, it was a void in our internal communication uh, because grants in, is in administration and finance, and we don't necessarily um, inform all of our personnel about what goes on in the grants management team. And so we had to do a little bit of catching up. So for our viewers and listeners, if you're not aware, the police department receives funding. Um, I'm going to mess this up for the Shannon Grant from the Executive Office of Public Safety and Security, and for the SSYI Grant from the Executive Office of Health and Human Services. Mm -hmm. And we, we receive, there's significant grants, but the police department uses a tiny fraction of that to support the efforts of our subgrantees, who in this case are 18 degrees. We are the pass-through for the money that they get to use to administer these programs. Um, and our, you know, other than, you know, a little bit of operational money that we use to kind of, you know, make sure that there's places in the city that kids are not congregating in unsafe ways, most of it is providing them with information about juveniles we're having contact with or receiving information about, you know, things that we should be aware of. Um, so it's a, it's a great partnership, but the vast majority of that Commonwealth funding goes to program delivery by 18 mm -hmm. years. It does. And the interesting thing as well is we have one other program that does get funded by the Department of Public Health. And so I mentioned my background is in public health, which is also population health. It's funny, they're very similar, but two different terms here, focusing on the population. And so being funded by the Department of Public Health at the state of Massachusetts means that we do get to look through the young people that come through through the public health lens. So we look at the factors at home. We don't just look at what you're going through now. We look at what you've been through and where you're trying to go. We look at racial equity. We look at um, the 
legislation that might be in the way of getting you the support and assistance that you might need. So there's so much that goes behind the scenes of Pittsfield Community Connection. And so I say once again, anyone between the ages of 10 to 24, or even outside of that demographic, don't forget 18 Degrees is a massive program. We are so, so cool. But nonetheless, <laughs> thinking about all the amazing things that we offer, I mean, we're amazing, guys. Like, let's go. <laughs> I'm getting some laughs. I love it here. <laughs> well, you've you've got a, a witty personality and well, great you so delivery. Much. So. Oh my gosh, guys! <laughs> my parents wouldn't think so, so I'm gonna have no. to record this and send it to them. They'll think I'm funny. I don't know why. It'll be available as a podcast this afternoon. You know what? <laughs> don't get me started. And this is exactly why I brought them in. <laughs> I, I, can, I can see that. So. So public health is a is an interesting, and maybe we can you know have a discussion about this because I, pr most people probably don't recognize that even in law enforcement, um, for several years now we've been learning how to look at more things through a public health lens. Like the International Association of Chiefs of Police mm -hmm. categorizes gun violence as a public health issue, yes. not as a crime prevention issue. Yes. And juvenile crime is a public health issue. Yes. Uh, and we're really, really good at mapping criminal activity, mm -hmm. but we had to be taught how to map things like socioeconomic status. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was at, uh, I don't remember who the chief was, uh, big, big city police department, and I was at the IACP conference, and chief was, was giving his remarks, and he said, "Look, you know, for years we did CompStat, we did crime mapping, mm -hmm. and we were always deploying about one mile away from where we later learned the activity was, and it wasn't until they overlaid their crime maps with, um, in their case, community developments poverty maps, that they actually tightened up the range mm -hmm. of where they should be working." Wow. Right. So thinking about, again, you said it, gun violence is a public health crisis. It's preventable. And so in thinking particularly about what we mentioned here, community support, mentoring, uh, mental and behavioral health services, that all goes into prevention. And so getting our young people when they're young or even intervention at this point and thinking about all the different, and it's so complex here, guys. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes of gun violence and other forms of community violence. But looking at it through a public health lens is honestly one of the best things we can do. Yeah. Orin, you've been very quiet. Yes, I have nothing to say. You heard me speak. <laughs> I wanted, you know, I wanted others to be heard, um, to be able to talk about their programs, and you hit off on the grants um, already. So, like I said, I just wanted to come in and um, introduce Shanice and introduce Ginger, um, let them talk about the program, introduce them to the community, um, so that you do have a familiar face. Now you have a face and a voice um, to go with these young ladies. So. So warm weather is coming, uh, although the age ranges for your programs are, are broad, mm -hmm. uh, it's, there's a lot of school age population within there. Uh, school vacation is, is coming, so there will be many out of school hours for youth. Um, I think we all can agree that that generally is when youth tend to make some less than ideal decisions, maybe get in a little trouble. So providing some activities and programming around out of school time. Yes. Uh, you're gonna get busy as the summer comes. We're gonna get busy as the summer comes. Mm -hmm. But I was really, really fascinated when you came to Coffee with a Cop last month to learn about some of the programming that you had introduced around um, trips, particularly trips to the ocean. Uh, and plans for what you might have coming up. So can you share a little bit about that with 
Yeah, so uh, last year um, we were able to take um, several individuals from our program out in North Adams um, to Connecticut State Beach for a day of just hanging out. Um, we've had we had two individuals um, in our program who brought their children um, with them, so it was the first time that they were able to experience going to a beach, never mind bringing their child to a beach. So that was a great new experience, and we're trying, we're hoping to build off of that with more beach trips, possible deep sea fishing trips, local fishing trips. Um, we are part of Mr. Feet's summer, uh, summer league basketball down at Dorothy Amos Park. Um, we're helping sponsor that. Um, third Thursdays, we're hoping to be there. Farmer's Market, I know that that's been mentioned. So we're just trying to get out into the community as much as we can to provide as much information as we can about what we do in the several uh, 22 different programs um, that is under the umbrella of 18 Degrees. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that you said it right it's it, it was the first time that these clients experienced the beach and <coughs> i was struck when you shared that with us so coffee with a cop but i've been thinking about it quite a bit and i don't think for our viewers and listeners who are you know necessarily not necessarily but maybe from a position of more privilege or had a different life experience that they can understand the significance of that right so you know i i did not have um a bad upbringing, right? I had a pretty comfortable upbringing, but single parent household, um, mixed mixed race, and my mom is terrified of the water. There was no way my mom was going to take me to the beach, right? It just it was never going to happen. Um, and I was fortunate that my mom got me in Big Brothers Big Sisters when that program existed here. And my big brother took me to the beach for the first time when I was probably ten, and it was a life changing experience, yes. right? Um, if people haven't had beach experiences, it, it, there is a there is a decidedly human connection to the ocean and to that margin between the ocean and land. And if I hadn't had that experience, I mean, I, I ended up joining the Navy. I'm an offshore sailor. I'm a scuba diver. <laughs> These are not things that would have happened if I hadn't had that experience at 10. So, you know, it's not just it's not just a field trip. Right, that is a life-altering experience for the people that you can provide that to. Yes, awesome. and it's something that we want. I want. I mean, I definitely wanted to share that because for me, um, I think the first time um, I went and like actually had a vacation on the ocean, I was a I was an adult. Right. You know what I'm saying? My wife actually um, brought that experience to me. So being able to be enlightened by that, I wanted others to be able to be enlightened by that as well because it, it's a small thing but it ends up being a big deal it it's a small moment but it's a massive event correct right? correct so cool so yeah. programming wise what what's going on for the summer um so uh for uh for the summer <clears throat> uh we have programming uh with different activities uh throughout the week, uh, Monday through Thursday. Um, that schedule will be up and shared with the public by the end of next week um, and for available for all PCC participants. Um, and part of that is some uh, big trips we're gonna take. Um, you know, we're gonna take them to the trampoline park. We're gonna do some trips to Ramble Wild and we are planning a deep fishing and sea uh, beach day. Has PCC gone to Ramble Wild before? 
I believe we have. Okay. Have, have you gone to Rimworld? I have before? not. I have not. But PCC <laughs> has in the past. <laughs> I have not. So I'm looking forward to this too. Are you going with the. Uh, with yes. The yes. Oh, yeah. oh, you, goodness, yes. That, that is an amazing experience. I've heard. Go. I've heard. You're going to love that. Um, I, have, I haven't been since the start of the pandemic, but we, we were actually going like once or twice a year before the pandemic. It's amazing. We take nice. the kids from the youth leadership program up there for their finals. So, nice. Yeah. And I just wanted to so, mention a uh, part of the activities that we offer will be in-house. So maybe a two-hour slot where we offer workshops, we offer lunch, and then maybe an activity like fishing, hiking, gaming. You know, it depends. So, so those are held at the at the facility. Yes, at seven hundred three West Tusatonic, which is where uh, PCC is housed now. Can you repeat the address? Because I think everybody thinks you're still on West Street. No, we are <laughs> yeah. at seven hundred three West Tusatonic Street on the second floor. So if you're if you're local, that's the big building that used to be the Schaefer and Textron Mill. You see all the bread trucks parked outside of it. (laughs) And I I also wanted to mention uh, another component of PCC is the business and employment unit. I don't think any of us has spoken about it. Um, And that's, you know, that's a a sort of new um, uh, component of PCC. It is important to expose our youth um, and get them ready for careers, right? Uh, Get them thinking about the long, long, you know, maybe they need a job now. So we can assist them in getting a job now, securing that job, giving them the skills to maintain that job, but also what do you want to do in your future? How can we assist you get to that goal? That's definitely needed. We had It wasn't at Coffee with a Cop. I was having a side conversation. I think I was having a conversation with our students in our leadership academy, and we were talking about how in Berkshire County right now, it is so difficult to find contractors. And I've told this story on the show before. I know of... I think we're up to three historical family-owned subcontracting businesses, either plumbers or electricians, Mm -hmm. that folded because when the founders decided to retire, their employees, who were very, very skilled tradesmen, didn't want to run a business. Uh, And not with 100%, but a fair amount of them elected to go to work for either Berkshire Health Systems or General Dynamics because they could continue to do their work, but they didn't have to deal mm-hmm. with payroll and taxes mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, and as a result, there's just not a pipeline of people coming in. So if you've got mm-hmm. young people who are looking to learn a trade, this is an ideal time. It is. And, 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 oh, no, wait, actually, I said go ahead, but I just, <laughs> just kidding. Just, I want to talk. Anyway, so <laughs> We've got four minutes before our station break. Oh, beautiful. Okay, <laughs> wrapping this up real quick. But for anyone who's 10 or 24 who is interested in joining Pittsfield Community Connection, as Ginger mentioned, we're on the second floor of 703 West Tonic Street. We are still, 18 Degrees is still at that 480 West Street location, so you can pop on in there. But they'll tell you to go to 703 to talk to us. But nonetheless, you can also shoot us an email at youthreferral at 18degreesma.org. You check that thoroughly. And just think, you don't have to uh, have someone else refer. You can refer yourself. We will take you in. Okay, that was my spiel. Go ahead. I think I have to say, if you need to make your way out to either of the West Street location or the West Susatonic Street location, you can do that now on a Bird Electric scooter. Yes. That's nice. right. <laughs> so fun. Nice. I'm going to try those Nice segue. They are so fun. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I had to put that out there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But I just wanted to add that the programs, we do do education, um, Mm -hmm. employment, um, whatever they need. This is really um, for us is is we want to help young people navigate um, through this thing that we call life. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that 
for a young man myself coming from a two-parent home, um, yes, I had a great foundation and everything else, but you can anybody and everybody can always use assistance in navigating this thing that we call life. So mm-hmm. I think that that's what we're really good at is helping individuals navigate life and understand um, that they're not alone. That's the most important thing is that you're not alone and you have people out there that want to help you. Our programs are all volunteer-based. Absolutely. So if you want the help, we will we will help you get the help that you need. And and I'll say it for you. If you don't want the help from PCC right now, that's okay, right? Oren will remember who you are and how to get in touch with you, and he will persistently reach out for you until you're ready. If you come across the desk... We got your name until you're 24, like Jen, uh, like Shani said, 10 to 24. So if your name comes across our desk, we're going to be knocking on your door, trying to contact you and find you until you're 25 years old. Respectfully, though. It's, yes, respectfully, of it, course. It is not a one and done. Uh, that's probably, we come with smiles. Yeah, we come with smiles. Yes. <laughs> that is probably a good place for us to pause, get a, a check of the weather, some PSAs, and some station identification, then we'll come back. Berkshire Weather. Here is your WTBR forecast from BerkshireWeather.com for Friday, May 6th. Greetings. Today, cloudy with a high of 62. Tonight, cloudy, a low of 42 with drizzle. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high of 52. That's your latest WTBR forecast. For more weather forecasts and education, go to BerkshireWeather.com. I'm Jacob Klein for WTBR, and I hope you all have an amazing day. Cheers, everyone! Support for WTBR comes from Sandrini Enterprises, providing awnings and canopies in western Massachusetts. Retractable awnings, retractable screens, gutter and gutter protection systems, commercial awnings and screen rooms. Customized solutions available online at Sandrini.com. And from KB Accounting, having a hard time filling that bookkeeping position? Are you just looking for more transparency from your bookkeeper? Maybe you're so busy you find yourself falling behind on your billing and payments. KB Accounting can help with all that. Online at kbaccountingpittsfield.com or call 464-0245. Support for WTBR comes from Berkshire Community College. BCC provides access to higher education to everyone in Berkshire County and beyond, offering more than 50 high-quality programs, small class sizes, and an affordable education to help their students of all ages achieve their dreams. At BCC, their middle name is Community. And from County Ambulance, providing quality, professional, efficient medical care and medical transportation services to the citizens of Berkshire County. Online at countyamb.com. Is your little one safe inside your vehicle? Is the child seat installed properly? Is it the correct seat for your child? Hi, this is Sergeant Mark Madeline with the Pittsfield Police Department, reminding you to please keep your children safe. Follow the safety seat manufacturer's recommendations for height and weight, and check NHTSA's website or our Facebook page for recommendations. If you have a question or would like your seat installation checked, please contact our department at 413-448-9700, extension 575. Our officers are certified safety seat installers. Thank you. This message is brought to you by the Pittsfield Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. Hi, this is Officer Darren Derby with the Pittsfield Police Department. Folks, unfortunately, drug use is a driving factor for a lot of crime taking place in our city. The most prevalent crime being theft. Please, take the extra time to ensure that your belongings are safe inside your vehicle. Do not leave anything of value in plain sight. Hide your belongings. Place them in your trunk or take anything of value out of the vehicle. Always keep your vehicle locked. 
don't make it easy for them. This message is brought to you by the Pittsfield Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. Good morning. <laughs> little technical glitch there. Thank you for tuning in to another new episode of On Patrol with the PPD here on WTBR 89.7 FM, simulcast on Pittsfield Community Television and also available on all of your popular podcast platforms. We've been having a uh, great discussion about the department's co uh, partnership with 18 Degrees and Pittsfield Community Connection. And at the top of the show, uh, we either introduced or had intro everybody introduce themselves, but I completely forgot we have another guest in studio this morning uh, because he's been so quiet. Taking a nap down here under the console is Officer Winston. Uh, Officer Winston is on limited duty for another week. He had a minor procedure last Friday and he's not allowed to operate so uh, he's been he's been on light duty for a week but Officer Derby's starting his vacation today so now Officer Winston is uh he's he's traveling with me until until he's back up on his feet but he's not going to appear in the program because he's not moving <laughs> <laughs> okay so before we uh went to our station identification I I had a thought but Sarah actually prompted it already. So your programs are directed at youth and adolescents, but the agency is directed at families. So how does that work? Well, um, we had talked about the two offices, one being over on 703 uh, West Wisconsin Street and the other one being at the 402 building um, on West Street. Um, West Street holds the Family Resource Center, um, the daycare center as well. So I had mentioned how it's hard for our youth to navigate life but for parents as well um, single parents whether that's a single mother or a single father um, you can get assistance as well um, through the FRC calling up to 18 degrees um, we can find um, resources for them as well so it's not just youth although that's what we look at it from um, being with the Shannon program, the coalitions, SSYI, but like I said, um, 18 Degrees has 22 different programs dealing with families and youth. Um, so please, if you need anything, reach out to us. If you have questions, reach out to us. You can call either, um, or not even either, you can just call the main office um, on West Street and they will transfer you or give you the information, uh, contact to who you need to reach out to. Great, awesome. So where did we leave off? Programming, programming for the summer. And we've, we've really been talking about, it's, it's about showing youth another alternative, right? It, 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 they don't know what they don't know. And if they constantly see the same things in the environment they're in, then they're gonna keep making the same decisions. It's about opening up that unknown alternative and showing them a potentially different path. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, trips are one way you can do that. Mentorship, obviously, is one way you can do that. And as um, we've said, it, anyone can be a mentor, right? It doesn't yeah. take uh, it doesn't take some particular expertise or background. We've kind of joked about. I have a friend who is a. I think she still is a 18 degrees mentor. Um, you know, and I know about the PCC programming, so I kind of have an idea about some of the population. And like, you know, I love you to death, but you're a elderly retired white woman. You know what? So what? She's got the time yeah, and she's yeah. got the interest and she's willing to do it. And uh, she has a wonderful relationship with her mentee. Mm -hmm. So 
but we need more um, we need young African American males um, I'm going to go out and say it um, we need you the community needs you these youth need you um, I've said it before that it's almost like a changing of the guards yeah um, and what I mean by that is is that um, normally it's people that don't look like me that we're told to go gravitate towards to get the information and get the assistance um, and now you're seeing that it's more people gravitating towards people that look like me for that help for that assistance for that information um, so I want to and, and not to not just that but I mean our young men out here they need us they need us period whether it's black white green whatever you are we need male mentors bad it and i agree with you wholeheartedly you and i have talked about this you know, because i have to i have to give a shout out to you right um and i'm not gonna like, cast any aspersions but it has in in this community it has not always been easy for a young african-american man to step up into a leadership role it, you weren't always supported in that um, when I was at the resource center, I wasn't always supported in that. Um, there's a lot of history there. So to step into that space and take on a leadership role, I commend you for that. Um, but I think the difference between the mid-90s and, and now is you're in this space and you're inviting others up behind you, which we didn't necessarily experience. We were kind of like, who are you? You haven't paid your dues. Stay over there. Uh, it didn't work. Um, we, we lost a lot of time and there's a lot of talented knowledgeable young to you know now approaching middle-aged men who were discouraged from stepping into a leadership role in the community we need them back I agree, I agree. and thank you I appreciate that so how do we get them how do how do we convince these these young gentlemen that they need to come do this work Start with meeting them where they are, right? So if we think about the type of young people that we're talking to, either at risk, proven risk, or just in general, just need some support. <coughs> and thinking about the type of people that you'd want to see when you were about their age, right? So 17-year-olds, they want to connect to someone who they might have some semblance of a relationship to in some way, shape, or form. And so if you think about it that way and thinking about what would you have wanted when you were 17, right? And thinking about how important it is to be able to connect with someone. And that connection doesn't just have to be skin deep here, right? There's also the idea of, um, goodness gracious, just sharing um, shows, sharing um, your favorite movie with our young people. Thinking of it that way as well. So part of the way we get our, our mentors here is doing things like this, getting the word out. And truly, again, it does not matter if you don't think you have a story. Anyone can be a mentor. Um, you don't have to be this perfect angel to walk through our door and say, hey, I want to talk to somebody about what I've been through. We'll meet you where you are. And I think that's the one of the ways that we are getting our mentors here. Um, and also just encouraging them to talk to our young people, even before you're a mentor, because goodness gracious, they will change your life. Let's be honest about it. Life experience is the best thing to convey to others right you know what i'm saying so those who have life experiences of all different kinds come to the table with it right. mm -hmm. i think that there's a i think that when you many people not all people but in some parts of the community when you hear the word mentorship it conveys some type of formality like 
I can't be a mentor because I can't mentor this youth in something particular. But that's that's not the point, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's time. More than anything else, it's time. And so I'm I'm taking a human development course right now and doing uh, some work this week on adolescent development and I was not not shocked, but kind of mildly surprised. An article, a journal article we were reading was about whether youth development programs work as protective factors for, you know, adolescents who are going through a difficult transition. And the evidence was overwhelming that regardless of what the program was, just getting them in a group of other young people with somebody who could give them time and show them something mm-hmm. was a clear protective factor against a variety of risks, right? Substance abuse, you know, whatever, um, violence, bullying, because it's not about the skill or the the particular knowledge. It's right. it's about the investment in time. Right. I had a young adult, fun story about, I know we can't be mentors here because we're staff, but I had a young adult walk in the door and they looked a little stressed. And I was like, do you want to talk? I have a minute. I got time. They're like, actually, yes. And then they closed my office door and just started talking and talking about what was stressing them out. And I listened. And in that moment, they left and I feel better now. It's like, okay, that's the kind of relationship we're talking about. Doesn't need to be any major formal task. Informal is fine. So you mentioned another interesting word, stress, because mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of adults that <laughs> I know a lot of adults that don't think that kids experience stress. Hey, listen, everybody experiences stress <laughs> and, and adolescents experience a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. They don't have the stresses that we might think about of paying a mortgage or, you know, trying to fund college. But that's an incredibly difficult period of transition. Everything in their life is stress. Mm-hmm. Um, so just being able to vent, get mm-hmm. that out, um, express themselves to somebody who's not going to be judgmental. Right. Uh, right. Right. And I just wanted to mention, um, Oren was talking about, you know, servicing families at the Family Resource Center um, and diversity. And so we have a Spanish-speaking staff at the Family Resource Center that can service Spanish-speaking families. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also a Spanish-speaking person, so we service Spanish-speaking families at the PCC as well. So your partner set you up, so we need you to repeat that and then make the the mentor appeal in Spanish. Thank you, Mike. (laughs) Um, Hola a todos. Mi nombre es Ginger Cruz Rosario. Uh, trabajo para el programa uh, Pittsfield Community Connections, un programa de 18 degrees. Uh, quería dejarles saber a la comunidad que tenemos programa para niños de la edad 10 a 24. Eh, Prohibemos servicios de mentors. And I'm sorry because my Spanish is a little wonky, but here we go. <laughs> Uh, de mentores para, para, para sus hijos y también tenemos servicios en el 480 de la West Street para familias um, que hablan español. El programa Pittsfield Community Connections se encuentra en 703 de la West Housatonic. Do you guys remember our phone number? 4488. <laughs> eight. No. No. 281. Nope. 281, yeah. Wow. Can I? Go, go ahead. Phone <laughs> <Okay>. so <laughs> numbers are hard, guys. <laughs> Nobody memorizes phone numbers anymore. Thank you. El número de teléfono es 413-448-8281. Puedes preguntar por Silvana o Ginger. Muchas gracias. All right. So you may think that I asked you to do that just because they, they set you up, but the mm-hmm. um, the staff here at PCTV and mm-hmm. WTBR is amazing. So I'm going to ask them to clip that, and they have the Spanish language program on in the afternoon, so we can run that as a PSA. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Love it. Thank you. Nice. So, 
All right. So we've got a few minutes left. Um, let's kind of wrap up with the, the 22 programs that are available from from 18 Ooh. degrees, and then I'm going to ask you each kind of like a, a non-work related question. Okay. I'm going to jump in here okay. uh, to talk about the, the broader perspective and the context in which my amazing colleagues work. I'm so grateful to be here on this program with them today, um, such experts. You know, Oren mentioned that we do have 22 programs, but I'd like to suggest that we do four basic things at 18 degrees. And again, guided by the sense that every child belongs in a family and every family belongs in a community, families look different. So mm -hmm. we're talking families maybe by birth, maybe by choice, maybe by circumstance. We don't judge, but we do know that those supportive relationships really set children up for success. Mm -hmm. And that those families, those households, when they're well supported in a community, they're also likely to be more successful. And you know, we talked today about what success looks like for kids, finding direction, feeling hope, feeling hopefulness. Um, and we also know, and this is where uh, Sharnice and I really see eye to eye, <laughs> that it's also about your health. Mm -hmm. You're going to have better mental health, you're going to have better physical health, you're going to feel stronger and more confident about your future. Um, and so, guided by that principle, uh, we really do work in these four main areas. You've heard a lot today about youth development. And this really is something that I think has blossomed in the past four to five years within 18 Degrees, where we understand, where we heard from the community, kids need something to do. Kids are stressed, kids need support. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, my colleagues and others at 18 Degrees really stepped into that space. And so our youth development programs are strong. That also, we would say, includes our Kids for Harmony program. It includes our Rap Inc. program, where we make beats with young people um, <laughs> in high school, excuse me, in middle school um, and in high schools. We're doing all kinds of things, keeping busy, finding hope. We also have an amazing early education and care department, and that's down at uh, 480 West Street. Um, where those committed, talented, um, experienced uh, teachers really help us develop young brains and become the architects of these children's futures. So that's our early education and care program. We do a lot of really important work with permanency. We have a large um, program around foster care. And so if we have folks listening who can't be mentors, and I'll talk a little bit about what that entails in a minute, Mm -hmm. If you want to be a foster parent, if you want to open your home, we will support you in that. We will welcome you in and we will make it as easy as possible for you to become a part of this incredibly important fabric for young people. Mm -hmm. So that's within our permanency program. We also do some adoption work as well. Um, youth development, early education, care. And child and family well-being. That's our core <laughs> area. <laughs> See, even I get confused. Yeah. So and she's doing along. this without notes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and you heard from Ginger and Orrin about the Family Resource Center. That's a really great uh, resource um, for folks and, and kids who need a little support and parents who need support. But we also do a lot of home visiting programs, um, walking in for young parents who need a little support, and so on and so forth. So those, mm -hmm. a lot of programs, but those are our four main areas. And I, I want to loop back quickly to mentors. You've heard um, a really great description of how important mentorship is. And I, I want to reiterate to folks who are listening that it's a really supported program. Mm -hmm. You come with the time. We're looking for what, about 60 to 90 minutes each week for mm -hmm. at least a yeah. year? Mm -hmm. Let us do the rest. We'll get you tickets to go see things. We'll get you gift certificates. We, you know, you can go to the Clark, you can go to the museums, Tanglewood. There are a lot of resources mm -hmm. for people who step up and enter that program. Mm -hmm. So 
we make it as easy as possible for those people who are inclined to help and we're so grateful for our talented staff who serve our community with such passion and ability. Uh, I'm proud to be your colleague. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. That's a great overview. Mm -hmm. And I was going to take it easy on you, but you volunteered and jumped on the mic. So <laughs> everybody else did it. So now you have to tell our viewers and listeners who you are, where you're from, and how you got to 18 degrees. Sure. Um, well, like, like Sharnice, I, I was ready to move back to the East Coast after 11 years in Austin, Texas. Mm. Uh, and as Oren knows well, I needed to get back closer to my Boston Red Sox. <laughs> <laughs> I did not wear my Yankee hat today, just to let people know. <laughs> <laughs> Out of respect for me, thank you very much. <laughs> but um, I grew up in, in Boston, right in the south end of Boston, and so... Um, you know, I had I had great experience as a young person doing things. I look back now and I think, oh, that sailing program in the summer on the Charles River, that was youth development. Uh, and so I, I I view this work through that lens. Um, but after after being in Texas, as I said, for 11 years, working in, in public health and in um, and in our equivalent of the Mass Health program down there, you know, it was time time to come back. And so uh, we landed here, and I couldn't be more proud of this agency and more grateful for the chance. Um, to work with 18 Degrees. And we're grateful to have you here. I, I think maybe one of the first things you did when you started was reach out to my office. We had a, we had a lovely meeting and some coffee at Dottie's. Mm -hmm. All right, so we're coming up into the final few minutes of the program, and I'm going to leave you all with the next to the last word. And since we started down there, I'm going to direct the same two questions to all of you. Mm. The first question is uh, final thoughts or last statements you want about your work and your programs and then the second question is plans for the weekend Sarah uh, final thoughts I think that being here with you chief Wynn, it's important to acknowledge that the work that we do doesn't stand on its own and we don't stand on our own as an agency partnerships are also what make us work and run partnership with state agencies partnerships with local agencies partnerships with PPD partnerships with the other nonprofits you know the amazing work that's happening at the Boys and Girls Club at the Y with all of the other partners um, mm -hmm. really really strengthens us as a community so it's not simply um, children and families and community it's nonprofits and community together so we're really grateful for that <coughs> plans for the weekend I'm going to the Catagala tomorrow night Ooh. looking forward to seeing that and that nice. explosion of art and I hope to hike on Sunday nice. good for you okay swinging this back my way here um, so once again just reiterating um, 18 degrees there's a home for everyone out there in our community um, don't worry about the specifics. I know I had mentioned that there's programs under Pittsfield Community Connections and programs that Sarah beautifully eloquated, uh, the, the four, excuse me, uh, just broke down for us in four simple terms here. There's a home for everyone out there. Um, please, please, please reach out to us. My plans for the weekend, fun enough, um, there is a, a good friend of mine who does work for the Department of Public Health who's never been to Pittsfield. And I was like, you know what? We need to show you around. He was just in awe when I mentioned that we don't have Uber in this area. <laughs> but we do have eat, burn burns. electric yes, scooters. <laughs> Make a plug for those scooters. Come on now. We do not have Uber Eats. So guys, if they we order enough Uber Eats, they might get us Uber here. I'm, I'm so serious here. Anyway. That's a goal. I'm, look, I'm so serious, guys. I love my food. I love my Uber. Don't play with me. But I'm going to show this young man around the area so that he can see what Pittsfield is like and go back to the Department of Public Health and show and talk about Pittsfield to our funders more eloquently. That's awesome. Um, uh, 
Final sorry, thought. Final thoughts. Oh, final thoughts. Yes, I'm sorry. Um, so, so again, just putting in a plug for mentors. You know, there's a great need. I can't stress enough how important it is for our youth to have mentors. So, anybody in the community, um, you know, you will be supported by a program. Please reach out to Gail Crumple to anybody at 18 Degrees. We can guide you, get you where you need to be to get the training and possibly assist us uh, with the with uh, working with youth in the community. Um, as far as uh, weekend plans, I'm just gonna do a staycation at home and that's pretty much it that's plan. sometimes that's, that's the plan. best yes it is Oren? um i would just like to say thank you to you uh for inviting us back um thank you ginger thank you Shanice. thank you sarah for joining um we're about community I mean, that's the best thing I could say is that we're we're here for the community. Um, we're trying to improve our community, um, and we want to be there for our community and our young people who are very vital to our communities. So that's it. Um, I guess I could say that uh, for the weekend, um, I plan on doing some fishing tomorrow, Ooh. and uh, I'm going to take my mother to brunch for Mother's Day on oh, Sunday, um, as well as my sister. So. Um, yeah, that's about it. But I would like to add, um, for those who are looking for information, um, you can find us at 18degreesma.org. <coughs> um, info at 18degrees.org. I should say, excuse me, 18degreesma.org. Mm -hmm. And our phone number is 413-441-8281. So please reach out to us if you need any assistance in anything that we've talked about. Or maybe we didn't hit something and you have a question about. Please reach out to us. Is 18 Degrees on social media? Oh, yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. All, all the big ones? We're Facebook. on Instagram, we're on Twitter, if I'm not mistaken, and I know we're on Facebook. Okay, so you can find them there. All right, awesome. Lieutenant Hill, plans for the weekend? Birthday party. Helping somebody move and family time. Nice. Uh, nice. Uh, what about you, Mike? I, I, I am ashamed to admit, <laughs> I am ashamed to admit for a variety of circumstances, I haven't set foot in the dojo in about three weeks. I'm, I'm way behind in my training. So hoping to get on the mats and get a little jujitsu in tomorrow. Um, I think my wife is traveling to visit her mom for Mother's Day, so I'm going to be taking care of this guy and his <laughs> sister. And I have a homework assignment due on Sunday, so mm. let me spend a little bit of time on that. So it's a busy weekend. Yes, it is. All right. So we're a couple minutes early, but we've been having a great conversation with our community partners from 18 Degrees about the programs that they run through Pittsfield Community Connection, through both the Shannon and SSYI grants. Um, but we also learned about all of their other programs through their kind of four pillars where they focus their attention. And I just want to thank you all for coming out this morning. Um, you know, I, I don't think, I, I know um, based on our Coffee with a Cop, that many of our viewers and listeners, one, are not familiar with 18 Degrees because they didn't recognize the name and the brand change. And two, many of our viewers and listeners uh, are completely unaware of the partnership the police department has, not only with 18 Degrees, but other community partners where we pass through these grants. And three, the amazing work that our community partners are doing to put protective factors in place for our youth. Um, so I want to thank you for that, for coming out and highlighting that. And again, make the pitch. It's about the time. You don't have to have a particular background or skill set to be a mentor. Mm -hmm. uh, so if that appeals to you or you're curious or you have questions, 
please reach out to 18 Degrees via the um, mechanisms that Oren just provided. Mm -hmm. And although we're a little bit early, I think I'm going to cut it there, Lieutenant, because um, I don't want the dead air time. So let's roll into the outro. Until next week, uh, you've heard me say this before, stay safe, stay healthy, but most importantly, be kind. We're 10-8. <laughs>